2: And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.
0: In the air everywhere. The podcast dojo is open for business It is the Sunday edition of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller and Alex Teichert in for the newly married, on his honeymoon, Danny G Radio. Alex went into the porn world (laughs) yesterday. (laughs) You did not hear it. We learned a lot of interesting things. Alex, women throwing themselves. Apparently, at Alex, I uh, uh, something I've never really experienced in my life very often. Uh, man, oh man. Uh, tremendous job by you, Alex, back <laughs> back in the day, man. Get Young up. Alex did something right, I guess, Ben. Yeah. Living the life. So, we have actual email and social media posts from listeners of the show. I appreciate you guys, and you're very you'll be very happy to know, Alex, the people are bored with me. Most of the questions seem to be for you. Really? So- you're going to be the star of the show here. You're the you're the star, and I'll be just the number two guy here. And if you'd like to send questions, now, Danny G is scheduled to be back next week. So if you want to send Danny some questions about what it was like getting married or anything yeah. like that at all, if you're curious, I'm sure Danny will go into great detail on our next Saturday podcast. But if you want to send him something, you want to give him advice or whatever, feel free. Email me. You can email the show right now, hour at gmail.com. Spell it out. No numbers. All letters. real Fifth Hour at gmail.com. And put the headline and write your name and all that stuff. Uh, Name and city if you want some love. And also on Facebook, we post every, usually Tuesday. I try to do it in the morning. Sometimes I forget. But Tuesday, we post on there. And you can submit something right there. Or you can email it if you want it private. So let's get to the bag of email. Alex, are you ready? Are you prepared? I am so ready, Ben. It's in the bag. All right, the first one says, uh, "Big Ben, time to take a back seat this week and let the vegan run the show." <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I got a lot of emails. For you. This is from Neil from the real Miami, not that Fugazi Village, Palm Bay. He says, Alex, you and Ben jive for sure, but it reminds me of when Ben used to cheat on Gascon with another dude with Uh-oh. muscles and into anime a year or two ago. Watch <laughs> out for Ben. I don't know what this guy's talking about. He says, well
3: yeah, I don't. know. I was going to say, you know what? I will tell him I have been on the uh the vigilant side, as you could say. I've made sure to prowl myself with escapades of ventures and making sure that Ben does not get out of line again, because apparently Gascon walks in and goes, hey, Ben, how are you? And Ben just throws himself to him. So I get it. I just oh, have to be very on top of it now.
0: The, uh, uh, Gascon <laughs> is west of the 405. You live east of the 405, which means yes. you know, you're doing some crazy things and you're a young guy. And you have good stories, which is good. You're a young guy, but you got good stories. But you're that's because you're east of the 405. You're not west of the 405. That's where the schmucks live. Yes. Uh, and so that's that's the reality of it. Anyway, Neil says, My question for to you is that I'm curious what's on the minds of young guns like yourself, uh that that you know you got into sports radio, given the era of podcasting and all other platforms. Uh, you are uh, you're, you're on. Uh, you mentioned Twitch and all the other stuff that you do. He says, "Yes, Alex." I was wondering, what's your drive for such a? He says, "Old technology." Wow, <laughs> shots fired by real <laughs> shots A kick to my nuts, Neil. How that's good. funny. Oh well, man, that's a fun you are question. a young guy, and yes, sports radio when I was growing up was very cool. I don't know that it's cool anymore. Uh, it depends mm. where you live not here where we are sure. it's not cool sure but. sure so why why sports radio Alex you could do anything okay. you want with your life you got the, the the world is your oyster yes
3: you know it kind of like as most of the things and if you guys listen to the last fifth hour podcast on Saturday a lot of things fall into my lap Ben and when they do I try not to push it away if it's something that was meant to be there So I went to radio school not as soon as a lot of people did. So with me and my ex, we were together. It's the one that I told you about that I split up with. Uh, I spent a lot of my time and focus on her. I dropped out of school. I focused full time on this job that once we split up and I was now 24, I had to decide where to go with my life. And for some reason, Ben, while I was working at In-N-Out at the time, I was doing the handheld kiosk. So everybody would come up and I'd be like, hi, welcome to In-N-Out. What can I get for you? And they'd be like... Whoa, can you say that again? I was like, hi, welcome to in and out What can I get for you? You know, like having fun with my voice. And so everybody kept saying at the time, like, you should be on the radio. You should be on the radio. And I was like, I'm sure people say that to just anybody that has a good voice. But I was like, you know what? I always loved listening to Ryan Seacrest. Always. I loved his attribute. I loved his charismatic ability, his way he was pronunciating his articulation. I loved everything about him. So I thought to myself, I was like, you know what? If something comes along, maybe I should look into radio, right? Ben, I kid you not. The next day I'm driving to work at in and out somehow I forgot my aux cord at the time, whatever it was, and I turned the radio on, and I never listened to the radio since I had the aux cord. An ad came on for, do you think that you should be on the radio? I was like, I mean, I yeah, that sounds great. Have people told you you have a radio voice? I'm like, this is one of those 5 a.m. infomercers that are talking to you while your freaking fingers are deep into like a hot Cheetos bowl, right? So it gives me a number. I called them. It was this little hole in the wall radio school in actual Huntington Beach. It was called the Academy of Radio, TV and Broadcasting, whatever I, it was. I've right. I heard of it. I had. Yes. I, is it not around anymore. I bet. Is no, it? they're not. Yeah. But that was you know, before COVID time. And everything. I'm yeah, sure yeah. that hit them hard. Yeah. So I actually reached out, talked to the guys at the time. They told me to come in. I loved it. They loved me. They're like, dude, as far as you want to go, we can show you the basics of the tools. And then the rest is history for you. You can do what you want. So I got into there and ended up meeting a guy named Nick Wright. And he was a board op that was at Fox Sports Radio, right? No, Nick? Yeah. So I had the opportunity to come in for an interview for the board oping job. So I took it. And it's everything has laid off of there. And to me... I took this opportunity because I love podcasting. I was doing a podcasting at the time when Spreaker was one of the only podcasting things back then. So I did this show called Reality Check. And it was like number five in the US for like four weeks straight because there was like only 10 podcasts at the time, you know, but That's I was great. top five. Yeah. And so I had fun with it. So it slowly evolved into today, and I've been taking so much appreciation for the artwork and style of radio, and I truly believe the future is podcasting. That is going to be the next market for any type of entertainment. That's why all the athletes are doing podcasting. They know it's the next form of it. So I loved it. So I came into this network, got the opportunity, took my time, and I've kind of been honing my craft while learning from it. So that's why I love it and have so much appreciation for it. It
0: just fell into my lap, and I love it. And I'm not even a sports guy. No, I know you're not. You're not a sports guy for sure, and you're working at a sports network that's 24 yeah. hours a day sports, which is very odd. But as far as like the old, the old technology, like t- to me, and I, obviously I have a different relationship with radio because I grew up with it. My parents listened to radio, yes. and so when I was a kid, my mom ran a mailing service. My dad eventually lost his job and ended up working with my mom, and they ran the business. They always had the radio on because they had to. They wanted something on to listen to. They listened to a lot of talk radio, which is one of the reasons I went into talk radio, although they weren't sports fans and I do sports, but because <laughs> that's my passion. And so they listen to political radio and they would go back and forth and things like that. But it was a much different time now. Right. You know, they could they could debate the issues of the day and they didn't want to kill the other person. Now, yeah, I, I, I want there. those times. Yeah, now we live in a climate where it's like if you're a team red, you hate team blue, and if you're team blue, yeah. you hate team, team red, and it's like it's it's so stupid. But um, a- anyway, uh, so that's how I, I grew up. But even to this day, and podcasting is very popular right now. The problem it reminds me, if you know the history of radio in this country, radio. The reason radio is regulated by the Federal Communications Commission is because there were radio stations in the early days. That all had, they were all on the same frequency and you couldn't hear anything. They were all battling. And so they decided that the government, they had to limit it. And there still were pirate radio stations that would pop up, but everyone was having their own radio station. And nobody could hear anything because there was too much of it, which kind of reminds me of podcasting. Like there's way too many podcasts and there's, as one of our bosses at, at iHeart likes to tell me, I mean, we're lucky enough we have a pretty good audience on this podcast, but if you look at the number of people that do a podcast and the number of listeners for 96% of their podcast, it's no bad. one's listening to it. It's bad. There's about 4%. And here's the other thing, which is rather, I think it's a bad thing. Hmm. And maybe I'm wrong on this. Most of the podcasts that people listen to, they think they're listening to this independent podcast. They're run yes. by major companies. Yes. No, I realize I'm saying that, Alex, by working at a major company. <laughs> but, right. but I'm but I'm talking about like like even like Joe Rogan, you know, who's yep. kind of a rebel, but he's in bed with a major uh, broadcast yep. player in Spotify. Uh, And that's how it is for most of these people. And there's politicians that do podcasts and they get their own podcast. and they think they're all this independent thing, Uh, but they're really not because they're they're hooked up with big companies. And that's where, because to get an audience, you can be a big name, but you have to promote it and that costs money. You have to advertise it. And so it becomes an issue where to me, it's very similar to. Um, the streaming, you know, everyone used to have cable and we watch everything on cable and people said it was too expensive. And then we went to the streaming and, and it was great. It was cheap. And there was Netflix and there was hardly anybody else. Well, now everyone's like, well, we want some of that money. So they need to dime you to death. You got to have Disney plus, you got to have Hulu. Hulu. CBS has their streaming platform. NBC has got the Peacock. Everyone's got their own platform. So, it just ends up being the same thing, and so, like in many ways, podcasting, while it's seen as cool, and I'm on a podcast right now, I, right. I my my ten cents on it, I just think it's going to end up radio. It'll just be different. It'll be on. It, it is on-demand radio. But to, the the other part of that is the, to me, part of the magic of radio, and one of the reasons I I like working late at night, and I, I realize we're spending like ten minutes on Neil's question. It's a great question. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and there's other people that ask questions, but I'll, I'll make it uh, brief, a little brevity here. But one of the magic things about radio is that I'm there in the middle of the night. You're driving your truck from Ohio to you know, Timbuktu or wherever. And, right. and I'm there with you. And if you listen to a podcast, it might be recorded on a Monday and you listen to it on a Saturday. And it might be recorded at noon and you're listening at three in the morning. and right. To me, there's a big connection and it's part of the magic of overnight radio is that, you know, everyone's sleeping in the world. You know, most people are not awake and there's somebody awake who's doing something and you can hear them and you can, in our case, you can interact with us. And so I think that's part of the magic of radio. You can't recreate that in a podcast.
3: You are right on that. I do think that there is a big difference on that with the live element but i do think there's a lot of potential in the podcasting side to find very good talented people so then you can bring them in as a sense and do like a 24-hour podcasting network where you have a bunch of people who can do two hours maybe three if they're very good and they do these shows almost like a radio kind of vibe but it's just some of your favorite podcasters and they talk about any and everything i think that's a great idea for a future concept
0: yeah, for sure. I mean, the world's got to get up to speed because there's so much of it. Yes. Not, I've traveled around. You're out of cell reception. You're out of yes. You know, you can't hear it. So that's the the problem. And one of the great things about you listen, you get out of radio reception too. It does happen. You get you yes. know, You're in you're in a city, and you get outside the city, and you lose the signal, and that you got to scan, find another radio station, and so that does happen, also. That
3: is the one thing why I say podcasting is good because you can save it and listen to it at any time.
0: Oh, that's true. Listen, I, yes. when I I don't fly very often, but when I do, download a bunch of podcasts, bunch of things, and and just listen listen to that. And that's my that's my jam. All right. Hey, it's Mallor here. It's bracket season, and you can pre-register now for the Fox Sports Radio Bracket Challenge at foxsportsradio.com. Get details, rules, and pre-register today so you can easily create your winning bracket. When it's live on March 17th, once you fill out your bracket, you'll be entered for a chance to win the ultimate college sports trip for you and a friend, including travel and stays at any Graduate Hotels location sponsored by Tractor Supply and Graduate Hotels where college fans
4: stay. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury
0: we uh, and we have no time for any of them. Neil. We'll try to make it quicker here. We'll use some brevity. Yes. Alan in Akron writes and he says, does Alex, the vegan, consume any other of the plant based meats? Does he have a. Ah, Okay. fun question. I
3: usually stay away from them because I'm the fond believer somebody that's like, if I'm going to eat meat, I'm eating meat. I'm not going to eat the fake meat. And I have, like I do enjoy myself from time to time. Like on Thanksgiving, I had some turkey, put some gravy on top, had some collard greens, whatever. I had sweet potato. I love it. Yeah. Like, see, like, that's the biggest misconception is like the label aspect. People live and die by the labels. It's like, no, I just like to eat healthy. So I changed my diet, went to a lot of fruits and vegetables. So the label was vegan, but I still had honey every day. They don't have honey. They don't believe in that crap, you know? So yeah. I am somebody that will stay away from them because I don't trust lab meats as much as I trust a lamb meat,
0: you know? <laughs> <So> <laughs> I just, I no, keep it simple. It, it is true. And I, I saw a study that, you know, who knows, you know, studies, you get, oh, Ben, years. One study I've seen says plenty. do this you're gonna live. We we'll do another study. You do this, yes. you're die. But there was a study that said how bad the fake meats are. It's and, bad. It's there's, bad. There's stuff in there that that should not be in the human body. No, but my, I always said like a living. I used, to, body. I used to fight with my dad because the last couple of years he was you know a doctor would tell him to eat healthy. He got older, and my old man. He, you know, he'd go to, like, uh, Carl's Jr. slash Hardy's Oh, gosh. Uh, and he'd get that, uh, that, you know, he's, like, fake meat. And he was convinced in his head that he was eating healthy. And I'm like, no. You know, a, there's more calories or as many calories in that as there is in the regular burger. And, B, it's, you don't know, it's all it's all crap in there, I said. It's eh? a lot of filler. It's a lot of filler, Ben. And you, we don't like fillers. Exactly. So, uh, Alan, he does not enjoy the fake meat. No. Next, next up is Blind Emmett in Olympia, Washington. Yo, he says for Alex, the vegan, <laughs> how much would I have to pay you to eat a Big Mac with fries? Oh, 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 my God. Yeah. So
3: I can't even tell you the last time I had McDonald's, Ben. I can't. I had to have been maybe 21. And that was 10 years ago, right? OK. OK. You would have to legit pay me. And this would be a serious offer, Ben, to like really think about it. 25 grand, I'd really think about it.
0: All right, Honestly, listen, Emmett, you're a rich guy. You can come up with twenty five grand. How about this, Emmett? <laughs> you come up with the twenty five grand. We'll have another show, a special show with Apples oh, the Vegan. We'll have gosh. it on YouTube. We'll put it on YouTube. We'll record it. You can, you can be there, and we'll, I'll. In fact, because you're blind, Emmett, I'll do the play by play for it. So you oh, obviously I see it because you're blind, Emmett. You're a legend, blind Emmett, and I will do the play. Emmett.
3: Yeah. So, oh, you know what, for Emmett, I'd even think about like five grand, maybe like that's You've been just on
0: Emmett's podcast. Oh, uh, I've not got invited. I'm surprised he hasn't put you on Emmett. loves no. He loves the people behind the scenes more than the people on the radio. Like Really? The, yes, he loves. He can name. Well, these people are on, you're on the radio, obviously, but I'm talking about like, right. I'm talking about like the not the main host like he knows got you got you. He knows everyone that does news updates and the engineers and the producers. No I mean, he knows everything. Yeah, it's wild. This, I mean, he's in college. He goes to Washington State and he knows everybody. It's wild.
3: Props. I actually love the guy. That's awesome. Yeah. All, All right. right. For him, five grand. I do it five grand.
0: Five grand. You Easy money. Done. Big Mac and fries. God. Supersized. Oh. Mike. That movie was hard to watch. <laughs> supersized me. Yeah. Did you see the one? I don't know, was <sighs> big chicken or something like that. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, that was an interesting one, too. Oh. Uh, Mike from Fullerton writes in, uh, says, uh, no relation to Ferg Dog. My first question <laughs> is just for Alex the Vegan. Okay. You're a star, Alex. I... Have, have you ever considered gluing yourself to a Starbucks counter to stop them from charging more for vegan milk? A <laughs> la James Cromwell. That's uh, from Mike. You know, I think there's
3: better ways to use glue than to put myself on a counter. I know I've never thought about that. And honestly, hey, man, if people are going to pay the money, charge them for it. Why not?
0: Those are pretty funny when these uh, wackadoodles (laughs) glue themselves to something or they chain themselves. And then they realize, well, wait a minute. I have to go to the bathroom or I need something to eat. Dude. And and you're like, what are you doing, dumbass? You know, what's wrong with you? Man,
3: these people are not as smart as they come off. I'll just say that. This yeah. is to make a statement, Ben,
0: then put a <laughs> statement out. What are we doing? What does yeah. glue got to do with this? Uh, l- l- let me tell you something. You dumbass. ass. Uh, if, if, most people who have jobs and families and are working hard, see somebody glue themselves to something, whatever their cause is, they will go the other direction. OK, yes. they will go further. They will be more. They will be harder, hardcore, the other direction, whatever Dude. your belief is, because they'll say whatever that person believes in. I don't want to agree with them because they're absolutely because then I'm with the glue guy. I don't want to be the glue guy. Definitely don't want to be the glue. Well, the glue guy in basketball is good, but not the glue guy at the Louvre in Paris. No. Anyway, uh, Mike also says, uh, now this one's for both of you, what is your favorite uh, currently airing anime? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like <that. laughs> he says, I really like Chainsaw Man and yes. To Your Eternity, but yes. I, I gotta go with the long awaited second season of Bleach. What is Good that? man. The thousand year blood
3: war. Bleach is one of the founding three fathers of anime, Ben. Is that right? Okay. Yes, I, I, there's they're yeah. called the big three. You know, like sports has the big three? Yeah. There's a big three in anime, and it's called Bleach, One Piece, and Naruto. And those are the biggest ones in anime. So they finally came back after years and years and years. It's been on hiatus. They finally uh, are releasing the final season, and it's on Hulu and Disney and all that stuff. Because disneys they're throwing their hat in the ring, Ben. They know anime is going to be big. So they tossed their hat in. They bought the rights to it, and Bleach is amazing. Absolutely amazing. How much did they have to pay to buy the rights to that? A lot, Ben. A lot of, a money. Lot of money.
0: A lot of money. The anime's answer. not a small fry. I'll tell you that. All right. Ozzy Waz from Western Australia writes in. He says, hey, Big Ben, probably too late uh, for this podcast. No, oh, you made the podcast. You made the podcast. Uh, he says, I've been driving to and from work the last couple of weeks, which is about 180 kilometers. Wow. Uh, kilometers, rather. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Kilometers. Uh, Yeah, I know. Kilometers. And uh, one way, about 110 miles in your distance down gravel roads. He sent some photos. You can't see them, Alex, because you don't have the access to this. But he says it's the longest. uh, What is the longest that you have had to drive for a day of work? And, yes, mine is a great drive as you uh, are lucky to see a car or a truck. Yeah, that looks beautiful. I love the sky. In Australia. It's so oh, it's, so awesome. It seems unreal. Yeah, it does. I, I'd love to get there at some point and hang out with Ozzy Was and all our other great Ozzy Momentum and all the, the legends in Australia that listen to the show because we're on at a normal hour. The longest I've driven in distance, well, I, I've done some remote shows from... I've traveled very far. I, a lot of that is flying. I don't. I didn't drive to right. Right. Drive to New York. I didn't drive to Pittsburgh. I, um, but I did make some appearances. I drove from Pittsburgh to Buffalo, and that's a pretty decent drive. I've done San Diego, which is a uh, hundred and probably around hundred and ten by the time I got there and whatnot. So I've done a few of those. What's the longest you've driven for work, Alex?
3: Before I forget, Ben, because I know the last question asked me what's my longest, like my favorite running animes right now. There's two of them it's Vinland Saga and Attack on Titan, just to make sure I get those in there. I remember he was asking. You got it in. Uh, the longest drive, so I have Went to Texas because I was doing Some anime stuff for them out there and also to Pittsburgh, but I did not drive I did want to drive to Texas, but we bailed out a last Minute and flown. The longest I've done Is I think my daily commutes to the studios They're about an hour drive So about 65 miles, 70 miles One way, so I do it both to and from So about 130 miles I drive That's the longest I can think of that I do Daily. I haven't done one that's like been a long Mission yet
0: yeah, my daily when I go into the studio, it is about 110 miles round trip, which is a, yeah. That's both to and from. So, all right. Craigster writes in. He says, "Hey Ben, I've been watching the World Cup, and I had an idea. After seeing players flop and feign injury, <laughs> how about starting a Lazarus Award on your show?" He says Malad militia members could help by submitting their favorite flop of the week. It's from the the Craigster. I said. like that. Well, that would definitely be good for the World Cup. I don't know about year-round. There's a lot of floppers in basketball, too, Ben. They flop yeah. a lot there. That used to be something when it started, they used to poo-poo the people that were flopping and call them <laughs> soccer players and goof on <laughs> Yeah. But now... It's so bad. Now they're like, oh, you, ever, you know, you're they respect you when you flop. You're
3: like, you're supposed. <laughs> game's <It's laughs> so bad. I played soccer all my life. I never laid on the floor. I got up if I could get up. Like, what am I doing?
0: It's kind of silly. Uh, Walt in the Valley of the Sun writes in from Phoenix. He says, Justin Cooper's spider in the car story was hilarious. He told that a while back. It reminded me of the time I was sitting at my desk when I left something. uh, I felt something on my leg, and I thought it was the the cat brushing up against me by the sensation uh, sensation there. He says it kept moving up my leg. He says, oh, no, "I, I looked down to see a whip scorpion oh no. my uh, I knocked it to the floor scooped it up and let it free uh, let it be free outside the house Have either of you guys had an unexpected close encounter with one of our insect friends uh, that is from uh, walt in Phoenix and he, he sent me some information here on the the creature and that is a the whip scorpion I've a- seen those. That looks like out of a horror movie, yeah. What that looks like that's got the it's like a uh, obviously a spider because a scorpion, some similar thing, but it's right. got a big uh, fat like gut thing in the back, oh. and I don't even know what the hell that is. And it's the it looks like thing. not fun,
3: it looks like not fun, Ben. The
0: fun of it looks like it's a crab or something like that. It's got the yeah, if that was big. It's not that big. But even as a small thing, you look at that, you're like, man, dude, it's wild. It says the uh, whip scorpions are found in tropical and subtropical areas, including Europe and Australia. Uh, it says uh, only a single species is known from Africa and uh, Senegal and then a few other. Jeez. Um, random countries. No, I've never had that. I've I had, uh, you know, long ago, I'm sure this didn't happen recently, but long ago, uh, I was uh, laying on a sofa and then. For, you know, off and on, it was the big sofa. And then uh, somebody came to clean the sofa and found a, a pretty large dead rat that had been what? in the sofa. Yeah. That was kind of odd. Wow. Oh. That was undone. wow. I was laying on top of a dead rat. I don't know if I'm the one that killed it or <laughs> not, sure, not sure how that happened. It,
3: it found warmth underneath you, Ben, and was his final resting
0: place. <laughs> yeah, it was buried on the sofa, in the sofa. <laughs> I don't know how it got in there in the first place. I I obviously walked in there. I didn't put it there. So, and uh, that's pretty, pretty crazy. Any, any incidents that come to mind here, Alex, (sighs) brush something aside and then realize, wait a minute.
3: Oh, man. I don't think I've had any encounters with the fourth kind like that, but I did go scorpion hunting with my sister when I was in Arizona two weekends ago. She's really hot on that because like, she lives in Arizona now, so there's a lot of little scorpions there. I've never seen them in person, but as soon as we show up, it's like ten at night. We finally did the six-hour drive, and she's like, "You want to hunt for some scorpions?" I'm like, "Yeah, that sounds great. Like, why? Who wouldn't want to hunt for scorpions?" Like, so we like go outside, and she actually has like a, an actual light bend that illuminates them, like the little glow-in-the-dark stickers you'd have as a kid, like the stars and stuff. Uh-huh. So she goes outside. She's like kicking wood logs and showing me. She's like, "Look at them. Let's get." Them. I was like, "I'm gonna go inside, Emily. Thank you though. That was, that was um, a lot of fun." Yeah. Interesting. she was into that. I don't know.
0: Yeah. That's her jam. Not my
3: thing. Yeah, Yeah. not my thing.
0: All right. Next up on the mailbag, we have Noah in Austin, Texas. He writes in. He says, hey, Big Ben and Alex, one question for each of you guys. He says, Ben, uh, what was the hardest part of your weight loss journey?
4: Ooh. Uh, Yeah, I've
0: I've done some podcasts about that. I'd say that the hardest part about that is the same thing. It's hard if you want to get off drugs or you want to stop drinking. It's changing your habits. Yes. And if you eat too much, it's because you're eating at the wrong times. You're eating too much. And so the hardest part is to change your lifestyle. And it took me a while. Usually it takes a couple of months. And if you're not vigilant for a couple of months, if you let it go every once in a while, uh, then you're unable to crack the code and change your ways and all that. You sweep back to your bad behavior. But then once it becomes normal, it's it's not that hard i i didn't think it was that hard i really just did it i did it for a year because i know i was getting older and my mom was around and she's like yeah hey, you know she she didn't like ask me to lose weight but she you could tell she wanted me she was worried about me and so i said okay i'm gonna try for one year i'm gonna you know work out and i'm gonna see how much weight i can lose and i i lost a shit ton of weight because i had so much to lose yeah you know? When You start out weighing a lot, the num the weight comes off pretty quick. The yes, part of it, it's that last 30, 40 pounds that becomes problematic. But yes, uh, so that, that's the answer. But thank you, Noah. And he says, For Alex, what's a dream cosplay uh, that you want
3: to do? Oh, so this is a fun one. I've never actually been the type of person that ever wanted to cosplay, but I've hosted. I can tell you off the top of my head, 12 cosplay tournaments. And I love being the host and the judge and entertaining people. I could tell you what I would love my my partner. So like my lady, if I, whenever I find a lady one day, I could tell you what I would love her freaking cosplay to be, which would be my dream. You down for that one? Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. Okay. It would be Holo from Spice and Wolf. And she wears nothing.
0: <laughs> she literally,
3: she's a deity, Ben. She has like fox ears and a tail. That's it. So hopefully
0: she's cool with the butt plug because
3: she's wearing a tail and ears. That's it. Hello. Hello.
0: All right. you ask a question, you get an answer. There you go. No, no filter. I'm on man, Alex. All right. Uh, Matt from Dallas, Fort Worth, writes, and he says, my first question is, uh, I wonder, is it legal to work with a vegan on Thanksgiving weekend? Yes, it is because. You are my kind of vegan, Alex. The rare and appropriate. You will eat the flesh of animals, rare and appropriate. Absolutely,
3: absolutely. If need be, I will. It's to have fun. I know the health uh, dis. I guess you could say decline and all this stuff. I've tried it, Ben. Like you said, the whole year. I've tested giving it up. I saw the health differences. I know it does something, but man, once in a while, if I'm with family and good times, like drinking, I'll enjoy myself.
0: There you go. Uh, he says, "My real question is, where is the NFL going next for international games?" Well Matt, that's a sporto question, but I'll answer it. They're going anywhere they can in Europe. They went to Germany and England this year and they're going to go back to Germany next year. They want to go to all all the countries they can can go to on their barnstorming tour as they are desperately trying to gain an audience in all those European countries. They believe that's the new frontier. And then eventually they'll work their way across to Japan and China. They did that years ago. They played some exhibition games in Asian countries, but right now they're focused on Europe, and they want to eventually get teams. A whole league, yeah, yeah. smart. They, they want to get a vision of teams. They'd have to have, I guess, f- at least four teams, I think, would have to be there. They, so the, there's, there's been some wild things thrown around with the NFL is we can add a couple of teams. They'll get to the 34 teams. They'll have two teams in Europe, and then they'll they'll have two teams from the States relocate to Europe. Wow. That's been talked about. And then because for travel reasons, a team would go to Europe and they'd play two or three games to make it work. So they'd be there for like almost a month. Smart. And and vice versa. Teams in Europe would come to the States and say they'd stay for three or four weeks and then they'd go back. And so uh, that's that's how that would allegedly work. Pat from Medina, Ohio, writes in not Medina, Medina. He says, with all the drama at Twitter, do you have a contingency plan if it shuts down for a while? A lot really? of the show's content is gathered by Twitter. Will will uh, or who said uh, that uh, any interaction by the militia be compromised? He says, will any of it be compromised? Uh, peace and love, Pat from Medina, Ohio. So yeah, I'm not worried about it. We will find a way. We, we did the show for years without Twitter. We had a text message line that we used and uh, the Fox text line, people would, would text us and we'd read those things on the air. That's how obviously that worked. And we did that for a while. Then Twitter became the big thing. And there'll always be something. And you don't know what it is. And we might have to just go to email for a while. Or maybe we'll go on Facebook and go to the Facebook page. And we'll we'll figure out a way. Where there's a will, there's a way, Pat. Yes. All right. Barry in Nashville writes and says, yo, yo, ma, Benny. You have been talking a lot about going to Minneapolis for a maller meet and greet. How is this possible? How can you visit Minneapolis ahead of a visit to Nashville? This can't be possible. Nashville has way more P1s and listeners and way more attractions to visit. Say it ain't so bad. Come to Nash Vegas before mini. That's from Barry. Well, Barry, I'd love to go to Nashville. I I wish I want to go as many places as I can. before COVID, I had I had a big meet and greet in December of 2019, just a few months before the world shut down in Seattle. We had a Mahler meet and greet, Jay Scoop and Robbie the Mariner fan and Nostradinus and so many other great, J.J. and Renton. These are legends on the show. Some of our great joke writers were there, and it was wonderful. I had a great time. It was so so nice and wonderful, and I really enjoyed my trip to Seattle, and I had planned in 2020, I was like, I'm going to go to Cincinnati I'm going to go to Minnesota, and then the world shut down, and I said, ah, oh, screw that. I'm not going to do that, and I couldn't do that. And But I, I if, if that had not taken place, I probably would have already been to Nashville. And uh, the, the other problem is I have to spend my own money on that. No, there, There's no one, unless somebody pays for it, which occasionally happens, but usually <laughs> I have to spend out of my pocket, and that can add up with the price of, airfare, and all that stuff. But I, I would like to get to Nashville. And we, we, I have some friends that have moved there, radio friends that live there, and some people that used to work at our place that moved to Nashville. And and so that's how it that goes. Uh, Pierre from the men's department picking up some extra stretchy pants after overindulging on Thanksgiving. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Any truth to the rumor that you and Mrs. Maller have reached out to Terry in England in an attempt to secure lodging for your stay in England while competing on the Great British Baking Show. Yeah, so A, I would love to meet Terry in England someday. Maybe that'll happen. My wife wants to get me to go to England. Haven't been there. That's a long flight from where I am. Uh, And I would be okay on the British Baking Show because I wouldn't want to eat anything they make. (laughs) <laughs> my wife loves that show and i, I look at the stuff they eat i'm like boy what the hell are they putting in their mouth that is <laughs> terrible
3: the craziest thing i ever heard that they made up there ben was beans on bread it's called like beans and toast uh, that's unreal they literally open a can of beans cut up mini hot dogs and then butter up bread cook it and then microwave it and eat beans and toast beans on toast
0: well, my my favorite what? is the. There's a dessert they have. It's called uh, Spotted Dick. Is the what? That is a traditional British. It's like a pudding. Have you you know Spotted Dick? No, I can't say I have. Normally, when you have a Spotted Dick, you go to the doctor because there's something <laughs> wrong. Something. But in in British culture, yeah, look it up. Just just Google it. Yeah, in it, England, dick. and uh, I think there's other places there. Wow. There are recipes you can make your own spotted dick at home.
3: Yeah, the craziest
0: one I ever heard was my mom makes this thing that was
3: called Better Than Sex Cake. That was the thing that was kind of oh, running around for a little bit.
0: That's pretty that's pretty nice. But yeah, spotted dick. The funniest is at the store, every once in a while somebody will post a video on social media and they're they're shopping and you see this the, the can of you know spotted dick. And you're like, wow, I'd like to I'm out shopping today. What do I need? Oh, I need spotted dick. That's what <laughs> I Yes. <laughs> I
3: love a spot, a dick.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll do a couple more. We'll get out of here. Kevin in Kansas writes in, he says, Dear Ben and Alex, I have been, uh, I I had some work done, uh, it says, at my house recently, and now I'm waiting for days for the little things to get finished. After going through your recent renovations, Ben, do you have any advice to help keep my patience uh, or my... My patience uh, and saying this, I think. I might have been mispronouncing that, but I think that's what he meant. Uh, uh, anyway, says, says, uh, and Alex, any vegan remedies to help Kevin get through the stressful mm. uh, renovations? So I'll, I'll go first. You have to know going in, Kevin, it's not on your schedule. It's on contractor schedule. There's a thing called contractor time where you might say, hey, you got to be there at nine in the morning but they'll be like well no i'm i'm gonna show up when i want to show up i'm i'm on contractor time they do what they want uh and i would advise you to have a couple of different people that you don't depend on just one one person and if you can get somebody sometimes the people that work for the bigger contractor maybe they'll do some side work for you save you a little money uh if they're willing to do that so there's some different tricks you can do but it's it's frustrating. You just got to remember how nice it's going to look and how wonderful your life will be once it's ultimately done. And you want it done. What you want it done right because if it's not done right, then you got problems and you got to spend more money to fix it and all that. So that's the that's the rub on that. Any vegan remedy there, Alex? Man, well, patience is a virtue. So definitely don't rush
3: the people who are working on your stuff. I'll just tell you that. Yeah, um, yeah. There's like something you could do. It's like a chamomile tea. So if you make some chamomile tea, you put a little bit of ginger and honey in there, trust me, you'll make it right at rain. Sit down, drink it, enjoy yourself. Maybe even make like a very fancy a PB&J where you could grill the outside of the bread. You could put some bananas and honey inside with that tea. Oh, man, that gets me every time. I don't know what I was pissed about, but it's gone now after I take a bite and a
0: sip. <laughs> wow. Uh, uh, I don't think there's anything I uh, I drink or eat. That- oh, that tea gets me every time. All right. Well, good. Uh, last one. Last one. We reached the end of the road. Last one. Okay. I uh, get some other ones, but we're not going to do them. We don't have to. Uh, Kevin in Colorado writes, says, Mr. Maller and Mr. Alex, the vegan. So Tom Brady's supermodel ex-wife is supposedly dating her jujitsu coach. <laughs> I myself, Kevin says, am a blue belt in jujitsu, which is an equivalent to a black belt in karate. Oh, so he says, do you think I have a shot? Absolutely. <laughs> He says I also climb mountains. I even hiked the Great Mount Maller. Yeah, Kevin climbed up this mountain in Colorado and he put a little sign. No way. For a show on the on the top of the mountain. He says Kevin says that should impress Giselle, right? Yeah. The only issue is I'm a truck driver at night, so I might not be glamorous enough for her, but one can wow. dream. He says, "Also, you guys were talking about working out last week, jujitsu and hiking mountains." like Colorado 14ers is the best exercise one can do. He says, I'll send you an invite next time I hike in Colorado. So there you go, Alex. You want to go hiking in Colorado with Kevin? Down. Let's do Down it. Down with that? I would love
3: to. All right. Big hiking guy.
0: I like hiking. I don't... Oh, do, I love it. It's uh, too extreme. I'm not uh, not great on it, but I do Really? Like, yeah. Like it was like, I don't want to fall off a cliff because I'm hiking. You know what I mean?
3: Well, that's that's uh, that's dangerous hiking. Yeah, I'm, I'm the kind of guy like I'll put a backpack on just in case we got to stop somewhere to camp and then keep hiking. I would love that.
0: Yeah, it's it's cool. I I used to live in downtown L.A. of all people, just to the side in uh, just above Lincoln Heights. There's this park and there was this little trail right in a little foresty area right in the middle of the city. And we'd hike up there and there was like this hidden lake. And it was awesome. I used to hike up there a couple times a week back back when I lived there, obviously. And Man. it was it was so tranquil and it was covered by trees, and then you walked over a little bit and you saw the skyline of the monstrosity that is downtown Los Angeles. Oh gosh. But you were in this little oasis and it was it was really cool. It was really neat. So that sounds awesome. Yeah, it was great. And
3: I would tell uh, the guy that asked the question, Ben, to not worry. Giselle'll be tired with this guy within a few months, anyways.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and she, unfortunately, she'll probably then go back to a celebrity, but then she'll bounce back to somebody like you. So you got rebounds, yes. Rebound, rebound, like Dennis Rodman back in the day, getting a lot of rebounds. All <laughs> right. Get out of here. Anything to promote, Alex, you want to promote your other work that you do here so if people oh. follow you, they can listen to you talk anime. Like, I'm sure Ferg Dog is going to be a fan. Yes. Some of these other guys, yeah.
3: Yeah, so definitely like TikTok, Ben You should definitely stop sleeping on TikTok, Ben You gotta really push that more, it's the it's the way of the Children right now, Ben, is the kids, the young Adults, and the older ones are all on there Alright, and so TikTok, I'm on there As Anime Senpai Podcast, I give you Hot takes, top ten lists, I've had a blast Doing it, the podcasts to Our Anime Senpai Podcast, where It's everything and anything anime, I just Recently had this girl on, her name's Akemi And she is one of the top cosplayers, she Has like over hundreds of thousands of followers She was a great guest, y- amazing girl she came all the way to my house ben and she sat in my living room we did the podcast it was super fun she's a great listen to and also how we were talking about podcasting ben and being there for people if you ever need somebody to give you some motivation positivity a better outlook on life or just some insight of a one-on-one talk like a therapeutic session listen to the shallow oceans podcast that's the other one i do i do it every time i have free time on the weekends and i love doing it because it's just me talking to you and i have a great time
0: awesome Someday, Alex, I will look back upon this. I will say, I can't believe I had Alex Tite shirt on my podcast. Um, <laughs> you stop like, it, man. No, I'm serious. And, and, and I'll be like, I can't believe this guy did this. I couldn't, I won't be able to get you at some point because you're. <laughs> oh. you're- no, I promise me. you, Ben. You yeah. will always get me if you need me. All right. Well, listen. Good luck. We'll have you on again next time Danny gets married. Uh, we'll. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I hope, not. <laughs> I hope, I hope not. not. I hope not. Danny, he's married now, so that means he's going to have to take time off and go on vacations. And that's right. Like that. So, mazel. It's part of married life. That's what you have to do from time to time. Uh, even me. Uh, I you know I hate taking time off, but my my uh, wife's like, hey, you got to get away dumbass and i'm like okay I'll, I'll go away hey have a great rest of your sunday i'll be back on the radio tonight 11 p.m in the west 2 a.m in the east on monday morning we'll break down all the nfl games here as the thanksgiving weekend comes to an end tonight uh for me we will catch you then have a wonderful glorious rest of your day thank you everyone